Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Welcome back to another episode of the Otakuology Podcast. I'm your host, Otaku Mike, and with me as always is Jen Graves, my heterosexual life partner. And we are Hello. on we are on an adventure. We are continuing our adventure through the new series, Delicious in Dungeons. And we're talking about episodes. What episodes seven are seven, seven and eight. eight? We're talking about seven and eight. I was like. I just had a fucking brain fart. Where I'm, we I'm glad I heard you say that because I was sitting here thinking, I was like, you know, I have something to tell you. I started watching the the second part of the first season of Bastard and I was going to tell you that. And I was like, all right, wait, Mike said he doesn't know what numbers were on. Oh, seven and eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven and eight. And man, I have to say, I have to I'm, say. Are you hungry? No, I'm not hungry. <laughs> But well, you I should be. I do have to say, these two episodes were really freaking good, in my opinion. Like, animation-wise and story-wise, like, these were on point, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I agree. There was a, a part in this uh, where they fought that big water creature, and I had to tell my coworker, yeah. I was like, they used the spell to, like, water walk, and I said... You know, it basically it makes you like come out of the water. I was like, "Fucking stupendous!" I said, "Yeah." That that made that episode for me because I was like, somebody used the spell in a in a new way that somebody wouldn't have thought of. It was like, "Oh my god, let's do this!" But let's get into this episode. We first start out with Cabra. Apparently, Cabra and his pals uh, get resurrected, and um, or. They're just paralyzed. I'm not for sure exactly what happened. Uh, they get they get brought back. They get brought remember back. they they Marcel couldn't heal them, but she wrapped her hair around like parts of their fingers and stuff. Uh huh. Um, because your hair is like sacred. You know, okay. you can you can put magic power in your hair supposedly, and doing that makes a protection spell, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Um, so ghosts can't uh, possess your body. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so they... this this one spilled over a little bit from the last episode. Yeah, and they end up waking up, and they get they <coughs> get tricked into believing that all their stuff was stolen by Laos and his party from by these these uh, unsavory men. I would say, and uh, uh yeah. I they quote they quote help them out and he, uh Cabra ended up giving like I think all his gold or something like that. I can't remember exactly what he, they do. But they end up going off and we end up with Leos and his crew and they're in this they're on like I think like four floor four, I think it was. The fourth yeah, floor. Yeah, the fourth floor. And uh they have to cross this like big body of water, which is in the dungeon just crazy and right marcel like does this like water walking magic which is really cool where they can walk on water like jesus christ you know uh she's using the jesus magic if i see them do this again i know i'm gonna be like jesus christ jesus he walked on the water 
all hail Marcel. All hail Marcel. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I really like this part too because this is where we get that little hair thing. Oh, that's was this this part was funny. And you know, she gave it to Chilchuck, she gave it to Laos. They were on the water and yeah. then they were talking to Sinchi and it was funny because he's like, I'm not getting in there. He's like, you I'm not doing it. Me. I'm not you can't you can't put that magic juju on me. And they finally get him to do that. And it doesn't and, work. And they push him in, and he just slowly starts sinking Sinking in. to the bottom. So, it was great. But then that's where it extends out from the hair, and hair retains magic. And since Shinshi has lived in the dungeon and hasn't really done anything with his hair, that is our problem. Thus, why magic couldn't flow through him as well as it should. Isn't, isn't he kind of like... I'd say like a little bit of like anti magic, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think he's kind of scared of it because he also keeps, you know, I don't think it was this episode, but like two episodes ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, let me see. Court cuisine, bold and salt water snacks, shore sherbet. Um, I think it was in episode five, maybe snacks and sherbet. Um. You know, he kept talking about, why do you keep using magic for everything? Like, you know, there's a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we had Marcel at one point say, you know, let me let me make the fire for you. And he's like, no, I'll do it. No, myself. I can do this by hand. Old fashioned way. <laughs> and it makes sense kind of what he said about, you know, you become rusty when you rely on magic too much. You're taking yeah. the easy way out. So, like, I agree on that. But I also have to disagree on the whole thing of you can't somehow use a little magic to kind of help out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not like Marcel was like solely relying on magic to like help with them and stuff, you know? Yeah. But she did it on and off a lot, but yeah, like on and off. Like I, when she I get it to. too. I get it too from like Sinshi. And then I, on another point of view, it would be better for you to do what you can without that because then you won't expend your magic. Yeah, which you know you what find saying? out so, happens in the next episode. Right. And I'm like, but ah. I also like this because it also relates to a another movie that yeah. uses the same concept when it says that, which is uh the Earth Sea one by Ghibli. Uh oh god, I hate yeah. that movie. They say the same thing in it, you know. I hate that movie so you much. You have to. Why are we? Why are we tilling the fields the traditional way? We could just use magic. Well, you know, you know, this is the reason why. So I kind of like, like thinking of that movie with this, like, you know, you can't, you yeah. don't want to use magic for anything. And then of course, since she came in with the, the killing blow, because he's like, you know. Well, if you use magic for anything, then you become rusty at doing it the way that you yeah. learned how to do it. So, hey, fun fun fact: uh, since you mentioned Earth Earth Seed, you know who also hates Earth Seed? Who? Uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Good. He hates that movie because his son made it. Good. I only like parts <laughs> of that movie. I hate that fucking movie because uh, I would I would prefer the live action Earthsea that tells the the origin story of Sparrowhawk versus the animated one that 
you start it and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But anyways, moving on, we're not talking about Earthseed. God, we're not talking about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness. Uh, But we also get another good part of this. So um, while this happens, since she goes, I have my own way of doing yeah, things. Yeah, I got my own way to do this. And he and he, 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 he summons, summons a, a seaweed a, horse. A Kelpie. A Kelpie named Anne. Anne. <laughs> Anne. Like, of all the names, we're just going to call it Anne. <laughs> See, and you know what? This name felt the weirdest to me because remember the golems all had Japanese yeah. names? Yeah. And there was one other creature that he like took care of that had like a particular name, and I'm like, Anne, what the yeah, fuck? Of all the you, names? Couldn't have, you couldn't have picked a different name, but you I, know, like, yeah. And but I, I love, I love this scene where they're like, they're kind of weary, you know, like they're like, oh no, I don't know about this. When this horse just comes out of the water, made of seaweed and I think water or something, whatever it's made out, I don't want to know what it's made out of. Um. Uh, uh, but, I think in this it actually has flesh. Does it have flesh? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But, they, they but you're right. Later. They could right. later. You're right. Because in Kelpie lore, it actually is just dirty water and seaweed. So yeah. But I love this scene <clears throat> where uh, so since she gets on Kelpie and he's like, "Oh, Kelpie's a good friend," you know, Kelpie will never let me down, you know, and he's like kind of leading her with this like. I think it's like a crab claw or like a lobster claw or something. I don't remember what, yeah. what exactly is. I think it's, it's like crab meat or something. Maybe, yeah. It's like leftover crab meat. And he's like leading her with it. And uh, they're like, oh, I don't know about this. And like Kelpie or Anne basically just like takes him down into the water and tries to fucking drown him <laughs> and kill him. Right. She fucking turns on him so fast. Like yeah, everybody she- else was... Everybody else is right. And she like, seems so nice. And when she got in the water, it was like, she had like fucking, fucking things. You're, you're mine now. I had the lips pulled back and they were like, I was like, I was like, whoa, let's take a turn for the worse. Yeah. And then like Leos like throws a lasso at uh, Sinchi or no, throws a lasso and it catches Anne. And I'm just going to call it Kelpie. I'm going to call it Kelpie. You know, it's easier to say Kelpie. Um, but uh, catches Kelpie and dives down to get Senshi, um, and he ends up stabbing Kelpie, the Kelpie in the, like the chest or whatever. And Senshi does, yeah. No, no, Leos does as well with his sword. But Senshi, and he sees Leos do this, and he's like, like surprised that he's doing this. <laughs> he's like, Senshi feels so sad that like this is happening because killing quote his friend, but even though his friend tried to kill him as well. Um, and like he uses the crab claw to like finish the job and kill the right. kill Kelpie. And I'm just like, oh, that's so sad. And like they pull up this horse, this big horse. And uh it's like they're like, oh, what are we gonna do? You know, like, oh, well, we gotta harvest it, obviously. That's what Senshi says. And like everybody's right. sort of like taken back, like Senshi's not really showing a lot of emotion at this point. Right. And stuff. He's just kind of going through the motions like, well, we can't waste this meal, you know, that we're going to have. Yeah. Which is, yeah. it was very crazy to like see, like, since you just like 
kind of just shut off all of his emotions. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh man, it's it's such a sad moment in this one scene where um, Marcel is with Senshi. You, she you asks, know what this kind of you know what this kind of made me think about what every fucking movie like old yeller or whatever uh, like you gotta yeah. you gotta put down your pet or something like yeah. that yeah or like a horse and you're and i was like what if it had a little <laughs> bit of this added in well we gotta we gotta eat him now and i was like oh, eat, right him. yeah we gotta eat old yeller you know yeah right uh, be like, but what? uh uh marcel asks Sinchi for some fat from the kelpie to help make a shampoo or like a soap and but there's this in this scene uh, where he's cutting up like the kelpie, it's like he's like skinning it and stuff. Just like the the like the little glimpse of him skinning it and like seeing the meat inside, and like just hearing the sound of him like the like yeah. For a moment, it made my stomach turn, <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I was oh my like, gosh, oh man. Well, but. You know, while they're doing this, so then yeah. Leos and Chilchuck have kind of a little side adventure. They see they something do. kind of on the, the other side of the lake. Because mm-hmm. I assume that's what this is. It's kind of like a lake. Yeah, it's and, like an like uh, um, uh, indoor lake, I would say. They uh, they walk over, and who'd have thunk that the people that we saw at the beginning of the episode that have come back to life are now... Dead again. Dead. <laughs> they're dead again. So, yeah. Uh, I'm starting to think they're like the worst party. Probably. Uh, because we keep seeing them dead. You know, like, yeah. dead. So, um, that happened. They get all the bodies out of the water. They put them back up. Um, they find out that there are some like mermaids, but these are like oh, yeah. reverse. I can't even say they're like reverse mermaids. Like they're they have like humanoid characteristics from like the torso up that kind of resembles like yeah, a they, stomach they, and they a chest them, like, and arms. Demi, demi humans, I think they called them. Yes, they I call them the... demi humans. And Chilchuck yeah. said, "We're not going to eat those." Yeah, we're not going to eat the demi-humans. We, we made an agreement not to eat those. Yeah, but there are mermaids as well. I don't that remember... human halves, yeah. Yeah, that had human halves. And, like, the other one was more like a fish man, like, like, uh, like the Black Lagoon, or, uh, you know, monster of the... Creature, creature of the Black creature Lagoon. Creature of the Black Lagoon, yeah. Yeah, monster type. And, like, oh, you know, we made a... We, like you said, Chill Check says, we made a pact. That we're not gonna eat the demi humans, right? And I, I love this scene where like Chilchuck kind of gets like mesmerized by it, and like they see some of the mermaids off in the distance, and they start singing. And I love this scene where Leos is. Oh well, you forgot they had to pick up the uh, rice though. Oh yeah, they they pick up the grain. I believe it was. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, they I think it was picking grain. it up. Yeah, and on their way back, that's when they see these other mermaids that you're talking about that's what it was yeah that's what yeah there's the other mermaids and like they start singing to try to like get them to like come near them and like you know hypnotize them or whatever you know yeah, like a siren song it's the song of the siren yeah and leos basically starts singing really really loud the same exact song and like super annoying 
And it's funny how, like, the mermaids, like, just get annoyed and just go away. <laughs> Those faces were great. Like, <laughs> they were just, like, disgusted. They're like, oh, like, come on. Yeah. Oh, man. It was great. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, it was great. I had to say that. That that whole part was also a good part in this episode where mm-hmm. we got to see Leos and he's like, they always disappear before I finish my song. Yeah, I learned the whole thing. Right? So, but they get back, they collect some of the weeds and stuff from uh, the creatures. Um, and... They also find that there are some like little egg things that are in the hair. You oh, find yeah. out that the fish, fish the fishman mermaids actually have the seaweed that looks like hair. One to almost disguise themselves as human beings instead of having the little fin pop up. Yeah. Two is where they put their they store their eggs in this to be able to keep them near them at all times. That's true. That's true. And, uh, no, I was going to say Chilchuck, uh, Leos wants to eat the eggs, or he, like, you know, and Chilchuck says, like, no, we're not taking the eggs. And we get to this scene, this this the well, scene he, with the, sh- well, and the I sh- think he, he adds a little into the thing, but it's, if, if anybody doesn't know, if you've ever had sushi, it's like fish rope. That, yeah. That's what it is. The next, don't we get the scene where... It's a nice touching scene where Marcel gives Shinshi the the shampoo. Oh yeah, he's like, uh, "Well, I'll use well, it." Well, he's like, "Well, I gotta use it. You put so much work into doing this. I'm gonna use it." And he's like, right. "Can you wash my hair for me, Marcel?" And I like it that he doesn't take off his freaking helmet to wash his hair. Right. He just right. washes. And he's like, I'm watching it. It's like all straightened. And she puts all this time and effort into helping him and, you know, combing his hair and whatnot. And I just got to say, it looks luxurious. It's luxurious. Oh my God. It's so, it's so beautiful. Right. Life goals right there. Was your beard jealous? My beard was jealous. I'm going to tell you that much. Yes. (laughs) So jealous. And then they use the water spell on uh, Senshi, and it actually works this time, yeah. which is which is fun to see, you know? Right. And then we kind of get like a hard cut, right, to like an action scene where they're fighting Bladefish. Yes. And I was like, where did this come from? Like, what, what's going on here? Did I miss something, you know? or I, we think, just, that, like, I think it just hadn't moved around yet. Maybe. Because um, it was when... Because first he had to wash his hair to be able to have the water walk spell used on him, mm-hmm. basically. So then he could walk across the water no problems. But as they were doing so, I guess they waited long enough that these fish were moving through. And so this blade fish came out. Uh, yeah. And since she tries to stop Marcel from using her signature attack, which is... Explosion. Honest, honestly, it's it's fucking uh, Konosuba. Yeah, you yeah. know, like basically, basically, you know, yeah. Um, she just blows stuff up. So uh, he told her she needs to chill out because he's she's gonna mess up the ecosystem here. 
And by doing that, she's going to kill too many fish at once. That's true. And they end up getting into a fight with a kraken. Right. And I was like, oh my god. It's a release the kraken. <clears throat> right. And they, they don't know what to do. At this yeah. point, it basically turns into the kraken fight in uh, in uh, fuck. I want to say God of War, but I'm not. No, I was I was Crash thinking Pirates. I was thinking Pirates. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. Basically turns into that Pirates of the Caribbean scene with the Kraken destroying the ship. Coming yeah. at them. They can't figure out what to do. It's kind of big and clumsy, but it's in its fucking element under the water. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But since she goes, hmm, you know, this Triton uh, kind of looks like a fork. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I've never cooked Kraken before, but it looks like a giant octopus. Yeah. Or squid. And I've cooked those before. So this is the part that I really like. Oh, this part they, was so well animated. They decide that the Kraken is going to charge Marcel. She's going to jump out of the way at the last minute and then water walk this thing. As yeah, so best gets, as she can. It gets stranded on the top of the, the water. And it, and it can't go back in its element. It is just sitting on top of the water. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they work great as a team, him and Marcel, this episode, which is what I like because Marcel gave him the shampoo. And in return, whenever she used this magic, I feel like they both kind of like gave even amounts of stuff this episode. Oh, for yeah. They, they very them. much like bonded, I feel like. Yeah. So uh, Kraken comes up automatically sends you with the fork straight between the eyes kills it yeah it's a big kraken too and it is it is fucking hilarious how they do it because our kraken we see is like pink red you know all this other stuff once he kills it, it goes straight white yeah i thought that was the funniest shit and they go and get like the parasites out of the kraken Yes, he he cuts like a part of the tentacle off for uh-huh. Leos, and for whatever reason, the Kraken is like bitter, so it's not very good. No, um, but they do find a parasite that Sinji pulls out of it, which is a giant parasite for a Kraken. Oh yeah, it looks um, disgusting. Yeah, dude, it looked like a giant worm. Yeah, um, he basically like slices it though, like almost like. I don't. I guess like if you ever see a video of somebody cooking snake, you know. Yeah. He basically slices down the middle, and then he turns it into skewers. As so many different amazing foods happen in this. Yeah. Cook them up. Everybody like fucking loves them, loves devours it. them. And I have to say, I think Leo's probably ate too much of them because at some he point gets, he gets he gets poisoning. a raw. Yeah, he gets a rawish piece of it. Yeah. Um and. It doesn't necessarily get him from the rawness of it, but there are tiny parasites that are in the big parasite. Yeah. And now it is trying to embed itself in his stomach. Yeah, he and that's where this this episode ends. Yeah. Because I definitely thought there was gonna be some more to this. I was like, how the fuck do you get this out? Is he gonna have to drink something? What's he gonna do? I'm like, oh, with the parasite that size, probably your stomach acid will burn it up. But you're gonna have to use the heel spill a couple times more so. I always I always think of this parasite where it like gets under your skin. 
Yeah. I think it's called like the fire parasite or something because, and they get, they get really long and you can see them under your skin. And like you, if, when it were to like get it out, you have to like cut open your like body. Yeah. And pull it out. And it like just big excruciating agony and pain. You know, oh, it's almost, that almost yeah. sounds like a tapeworm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, almost. It's like a parasite tapeworm type of thing. I remember, yeah. I remember seeing it, like a video of it. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so disgusting. Well, you know what this made me think of? Have you ever seen the video where the person has the chopsticks and they have a uh, a praying mantis in them? Oh, no. And then they they put its butt down into this glass of water, and instantly, like from underneath the the back of its butt, you see these things start coming out, and it's, they're wiggling and whatever, and they look like these really black skinny worms. Uh-huh. And they hold this thing there until they just keep coming. And, I mean, by the time these, this shit comes out of this praying mantis, I mean, you know the size of the a praying mantis is like an inch, inch and a half, maybe two. Yeah. Um, it goes from that to these worms coming out maybe being five inches. And there were two of them in there. Yeah. And, and it, so they just, they drop the parasite, they let it go, it goes somewhere else, and all that jazz and it is just crazy that's insane yeah so it makes me think about that um hey give me one second all right no problem but yeah i mean i think that it it's pretty crazy about him getting this parasite from another <laughs> parasite yeah uh double paris it's a double parasite Oh yeah, and that makes you think like does the parasite of his little parasite have another parasite? It just didn't Ooh. affect him because he's too big. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, talk about harsh. The weird thing would have been if they got swallowed by this kraken though, and then the uh-huh. parasite was in there, like you know what so, I'm saying? So when we transitioned or to the next episode when we were when I originally watched this. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, I kind of fell asleep a little bit yeah. towards the end of like the, la- the end of the episode, so yeah. I completely lost track of like what was going on. And I I didn't know he got a parasite. So when oh, we yeah? get to the next, the beginning of the next episode, I'm like, I was like, how did he get sick? Why is he sick? Why why is he sick? I don't know what's going on. And yeah, I was like, oh. so it's a good thing I rewatched it because I was like, oh. He ate a parasite. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This next one, though, I, I enjoyed it, too. Episode 8. So we finished episode 7. Moving on to episode 8. This one's point of interest are raspberries and grilled meat. Yeah. Um, so they kind of find, like, this... this um, Oh, the weird thing is, like, I use this design for a tower in my one of my D and D sessions. So uh-huh. I'm like, what kind of design is that called? Um, if I kind of like a sort of like a safe spot, almost. Yeah, it's like a, a tower on the inside going down, and it yeah. spirals down as you go. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like open. There's no railing or anything else, so it's not exactly no. what you would think. It's more medieval, and at the same time, you're kind of like. Those rocks kind of look like they're fucking floating for the little, yeah, little platforms bit, to little walk bit, Yeah. Um, but Leos have, is out. We have where Leos is sick. Yeah, he's uh, out. He's knocked he's, out. 
basically resting and we get a great part of oh this uh, this this comedic comedic beat is hilarious yeah of marcel and how things happen yeah but i love this at the beginning where she's like oh man is, is leo's dead and she goes to listen to him she's like i can't hear his heartbeat <laughs> or oh like God, right. and breathing and then chilchick's <laughs> like dummy you can't, you can't, you can't hear, hear through, through his, his armor, armor. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that part. Uh, that made me laugh so so much because I was like, oh, that's funny. So, that's funny. but to play off of one thing that you said, yeah, it also made me weird, weirded out because uh, Kinsuki, which is the, the little thing in the sword, uh, I yeah, really yeah. questioned when they got the parasite why he didn't react to it. Oh, uh, and why didn't he, like, react to the monsters as well? Right, right. So, Kinsuki, I feel like, anime-wise, isn't as good as he should be. Now, related to that in the manga, it seems like he'll jiggle at some points with certain things, but it's other objects that are, like, hidden objects. Like, yeah. he's in the sword. Um um, And then we had, like, the bugs that were the coins and necklaces and things yeah, like yeah. that. So it seems like things like that, suits of armor, other things like that, that's his jiggle moments, not regular monsters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he likes the little stuff. If it's if it's a hidden beast, I guess. Yeah. Um, but hopping back in, so we have that. Laos is out. We have Chilchuck and um Sinchi. and Sinchi and they are listening to kind of Marcel's memories of stuff, um, which is funny, funny from what we've seen her from these eight episodes up yeah. to this point. You know, we know her as being this person that knows the explosion spell. That's honestly almost it. She has the water walk. She has a little light ball that she can cast. Yeah. Um, she knows a little healing. Um, she knows the little hair tie thing. But other than that, like Marcel hasn't really ever seemed like she's that stupendous of a person. But I mean, in this flashback we get, yeah. In this flashback, people think that she's like the bee's knees. I would compare her to Roxy from another book that you and I love. Oh, from Mishoku Tensai. Yes. Because Roxy is almost the exact same way for that. I can totally see that, you know. Um, but she had that. She went into it. Um, and she was just going to sit in this class for learning the environments of spirits, I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, this she is a, sees this is a Fallon. Flash, this, is a, this is a flashback. To yes, what she did, so like, we the, actually the get school. to see Fallon, too. And yes. one thing one thing I actually really like in this, in this, big, this flashback, the opening it, the flashback I like is she's she's weaving her staff or making her staff. Yes, yes, I uses. love that part. And then, like, it continuously, like, uh, throughout the episode in the flashback, it gets a little bit more like put together and stuff, which I I thought was a really really nice, like, interesting, fun little detail. They like they just yes, added yes. in there, you know. I I agree because I really enjoyed that too. Like that, that's where this item came from. Yeah. Um, but it's really weird. Also, knowing what kind of person she was then, 
and who she is now like whenever she's like i don't want to try stuff or whatever and then it kind of she lets into it i felt like that Mm -hmm. was also a thing with this flashback because she kind of took the word of everybody else on how weird fallon was yeah at the beginning and then later on as it progressed she kind of like let that go like other things that people said about something didn't really matter yeah it was almost like you know she kind of bought into like her own hype almost it seemed like at some points because people really really hyped her up in this flashback of being like oh she's so good you know she's also amazing you know and she she is good in her own right you know but you know well and and we kind of got stepping stones on because the whole the whole time we've been seeing any of this other shit she has basically been kissing fallon's ass of fallon is great she is better than me at this she is better than me at that Mm -hmm. and we see where in this flashback when she's at the school everybody's doing that to her so to know like she's supposedly on this level that we're supposed to see at the school of how good she is and then to take that and see how much she puts into what she says through these episodes of Fallon, like Fallon has to be like a tier. If Marcel is like a C tier, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Marcel is a B tier and Fallon is S tier. Yeah. Cause Fallon, like uh, Fallon's kind of like looked down upon in this, yeah. in this flashback with the girls at the school and they're making like the soul like dirt, jar thingy i don't remember what it was called they have to like put the souls in the dirt and seal it up with magic and and stuff and marcel has a really really good one you know her her flame stays like like lit and it's all none of the the souls are dead and then like fallon fallon (laughs) gets her fucking inferno fucking inferno like the phoenix rising up inferno yes they're like, oh my god, and and she was like, oh my god, you know, teach me your ways, basically, is what Marcel says to Fallon, and you know, she's like, oh, like I went to like an actual like dungeon to get my spirits. That's why her spirits were like that's so much more powerful. Yes, if I remember correctly, and like nobody's everybody else is kind of like sucked. Yes, she and, she used special dirt, like she did her research to know where to get it at. She got it from a good place, and then on top of that, her magic ability, yeah, really, I think was both were just like this big combination of what made the firestorm. Yeah, yeah, and so like she, she's uh, Fallon says that you know I can take you to this place, you know, and she's like, yeah, okay, well, let's go, and so they kind of sneak out of school, and they have this little like mini adventure. Where the raspberries come in because uh, Fallon eats some raspberries and Marcel freaks out about it, you know. Like, oh my god! I love like the like juxtaposition of like their two different personalities, you know, like how yeah. Fallon does things versus how Marcel does things, you know. And they, I feel like they kind of rub off on each other a little bit in this episode. Yeah. Well, and Fallon said that she already knew. You know, yeah. She'd been there before, and she goes we had raspberries at my hometown, you know, like they're raspberries. Yeah. They're raspberries. Yeah. So, and, and like how, um, how, how acting they are. Yeah. And we've seen, we've seen this all the time too. 
like with the the ghost, you know, Fallon hugged it, you know, she prayed for it to kind of go away. Like Fallon is very much like everything in a dungeon, everything lives, you know, she, she's kind of in a way, I would say almost like a Buddhist. Oh, I can she's, see that. Like kind of like a, she's yeah, very, she, everything needs to live, you know, she's like, very much like a pacifist almost. Yes. Like she doesn't want to kill anybody, you know, if she has to, you know, type of thing, you know, Yes, I would say, yes. you know, um, which I mean, we do see that where she shows us her favorite spot, which is almost like um, this little island surrounded by a, like a, a mode of water almost with a little place. Yeah, to get and to it was it. inside. A, it was inside a cave, right? Yeah. And then it's got the earth that's above it is gone. Yeah. And there's some kind of uh, slime that is actually in the water that keeps all the mana and stuff in the cave good, but it can't cross into the sunlight. Yeah. And, and, and it like pops up out of the water, scaring Marcel and, and, you know, Marcel's about to like kill it and Fallon stops her and she's like, no, don't kill it. It's not going to come into the sunlight. It's not going to hurt us, you know? And this is where like, they kind of connect with each other <coughs> and right. they, they, they're like become friends and whatnot. Right. And we, See, and I think it's funny between her and Laos how, like, Laos, yeah, he supports the dungeon, but he supports the dungeon in eating the creatures. Eating versus, the creatures. Versus Fallon, where it's yeah. like everything probably needs to live. Like, I could also see Fallon being, like, a vegetarian. Um, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see that, too, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, you know, we get this, we get the flashback is over, and Marcel's talking, you know. Like, you know, they don't believe, Chilchuck and uh, Sinchi doesn't believe that she was like the, quote, the best student there or whatever. Right, and yeah. She gets mad and uh, and Leos kind of wakes up and pipes up and he was listening to the story and he's like, oh, so that, like, you know, Fallon like really talked highly of you, you know, and she like admired you and stuff like that, you know, and, and <laughs> we get this funny joke where uh, Marcel says that uh, Fallon actually talked about Leos as well. And this is his dog impression. He has the best dog impression ever. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's what we think of Leos. Yeah. 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 Um, But we do get some other good information here that if you mm-hmm. missed it, it, I think it still helps you out. We got from back, I think it was three episodes ago when we had the orcs. Um. Chilchuk brings up, you know, where they basically had seen the dragon at. So they have that map. They talk about it and Chilchuk gives them kind of like a time destination of how long from here to there to get and what stops they're going to take and all this other stuff. Uh, And that's before whatever happens here in a second actually happens. Um, Which Marcel kind of wants to take like a sponge bath kind of situation. Let's say what it is. It's a horse bath. She takes a horse bath in a truck oh stop. Gosh. That's true. I mean, she's got hot water though. She she uses her her moist towelettes to uh, clean herself off. <laughs> right, right. She's like, I'm not taking my clothes off. Y'all don't have to go anywhere. And they're like, Oh no, we gotta go. We we can't see any of that skin. Yeah, and then they ended up still staying there, but they were yeah. like, you know, yeah. And so. I- 
Go that ahead. that made that part kind of made me laugh, you know. It was, it, it, was it was funny. It was funny. It was really funny because you and they course, they weren't ex, they weren't expecting you to say, "Oh, I want to take a bath." Right. Yeah. And of course, in this example too, we also get where um, Marcel is upset about um, her being the only girl in the party. Right. Yeah. Now. They feel like they treat her a little differently. Yeah, because she's the only girl. We did have a little flashback to I think it was in this episode where we went back to where they first the original party first got sent back up, Mm -hmm. and where the samurai tall man and the dwarf ended up leaving. Yeah, so we kind of get a little more for of stuff with them. Yeah, just a little Um, tiny little bit. Yeah, and then. We don't know about the samurai guy, but we do know that the other dwarf is basically somewhere in the dungeon traveling with somebody. They just don't know where she is. He or she right. is. I don't know if it's a girl or not. It, yeah, it's a girl. It's a girl? Okay. Yeah. She uh, sounded a little manly to be a girl. She did. I was like, that's a deep voice. <laughs> that's a deep voice she's got there. I'll tell you what. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I love uh, this next scene. Where she goes to pull the, pour the water out. Pour the water out. And then, I don't know what it's called, but the ball of water that shoots up. The undying. Undone? Is that what Un- it's called? Undying. Undying? Dying. Um, die? Like a diner. Yeah. Oh, undying? Yeah. Uh, I love I love this scene where it pops up and it starts attacking her. And she very much holds her own in this, um, this part of the, the episode. And, like, I was very surprised, like, all the little different animations of movement, the water around her moving, you know, all the little details that they put into, like, her, like, trying to get away from this thing and, you know, um, trying to defeat it. it, Yeah, and at at this part right here, this is one of the things that I wanted to really point. Uh This scene right here where Marcel is fighting the Undyne is one of those fight scenes that is a full reigning thing of trigger. Yes. Yes, like, it is. Like this fight, when you watch yes. this, you're like, this definitely came from studio trigger. Yes, there were no the, arguments there. There was no questioning it. You knew that this came from you trigger. You knew because the way the fucking characters moved. Right. You could right. just tell. You could just tell, like, oh, this is a studio trigger. Like, you know, you got the over-exaggeration of the movements and stuff like that. The the camera angles, you know. It was it was a perfect scene, I feel like. Right. And you almost had, like, that, that 3D, like, 3D, like, scene kind mm-hmm. of thing where you would start on, like, the right side and as Marcel's running... You're kind of going around, seeing yeah. as she's dodging the Undyne's, um, like water. Yeah, I guess water spikes almost because yeah, it's it like a water out. spike. Yeah, yeah. And and like we went around Marcel to the other side to see it on the other side. So I mean, like part of that stuff as we moved, like was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, there was a part where like, she was like shooting the explosion magic, and it was like traveling across the pillars. Yes, yes. Try to get the ball of water. I was like, oh, fucking, like, animation heaven right here. Like, this is Studio Trigger 
at their best. Right. And I feel like, you know, the animation has been good overall, but when it gets kicked in the high gear, it is on point. It has. And I mean, you know, the last one, the last fight, the Kraken one was cool, but yeah, I think there was a little too much there for it to, for Trigger to have like had wiggle room with what they're comfortable with. The yeah. last one that I felt was in this realm was the, the Basilisk or the Cockatrice fight. The one at the very beginning? Yes. Like, <laughs> that, that's the first one that I felt. And that's Wait, been that one fight, of my... That fight was so short. It was. But that was one of the ones I really enjoyed on seeing, like, Trigger's work. Yeah. Compared to a bunch of these other ones that we've seen. Yeah. And so to kind of get that and then have that and then have this one, this one blew that one out of the water. So, I mean, yeah, this is probably was... my favorite trigger scene out of this you just know that they did it it was like crazy good and like so she ends up getting hurt pretty badly she's low on mana and she has like one last <coughs> ditch effort basically to uh to get out of this situation she does end up getting out of the situation almost taking laos with her which was a really funny scene to see because she like explodes the water shoots herself up Kills the Undying and, you know, f- almost falls back into the water. But Laos catches her, you know, and uh, well, it? she yeah, and she missed the Undying. She missed the Undying. Yeah, she does, kept trying to hit the main body of it, but she couldn't find it. How does it end up dying? I can't remember how it dies. I don't, I don't even think it really did die. Did it? Okay. Because okay. remember, uh, Laos catches her. Mm-hmm. And it's like that he's doing that 45 degree angle hanging yes. off of the, the ledge. And the, and the other and two Shin got Chuck him on the back. Have him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he catches her and then they pull him back up right as the undying like shoots a couple things. And then they all take off back into their little hiding That's hole. That's right. They run as away. As the thing is taking out the pillars and yeah. shooting into the wall and everything. Like, he's like, let's go. We got to go. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then we get this kind of traditional part. I feel like this was probably the, one of the best ones too. Whenever you, um, see like in a, a people visit Japan where they're grilling meat, I felt like this was actually, oh yeah, um, kind of an at home thing too. Like that made me feel like traditional Japanese at home meal right here. I mean, everything has it where you have siblings arguing over the meat in the pot, or whatever. The only other one is the hot pot. And we've already done that. Their their presentation on like how they like restoring their meat, yeah, was so like beautifully drawn. <laughs> right. I was like, I want some dead horse meat. Right. <laughs> so they start grilling them up. They pull out the liver of the thing, and they just keep giving Marcel that. And it's funny because since she keeps putting up putting the different cuts of meat on there, mm-hmm. you know, the tail. He puts the flames. The thigh. Puts, yeah, like all these different cuts. Yeah. And and we have where Chilchuck and uh, Laos are eating and they're like, this is so good. And then you keep getting a different person's voice. You get Laos at first. Marcel, heal some liver, liver. Eat this, you know. And then this- since she cooks another one, they're eating it. Oh, this is so good. And they tell you the description of it. And then Mar- Chilchuck. Marcel, here's some some more liver, and then another cook. Yeah, another cut of meat. They start cooking. 
Oh, Sinchi, yeah. here's an here's some more liver, Marcel. And then finally you get to the thing, and Marcel's just continues like like looks like Eat she's up eating. And she goes, Please give me other cuts of meat. <laughs> yeah. But my question is like, did the liver have like healing properties? No, so the reason why, and this is for you if we ever end up in a loss situation. Uh-huh. You and you and I are teaming up, but if you have to go after something and your your body's depletion of energy is gone, uh-huh. and you need something to keep you survived, the best thing to do is to eat a liver because uh-huh. your your liver, since it um, everything runs through your liver or whatever, your liver has so many um, vitamins and minerals in it. That that is like the ultimate thing that you want. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And and like if you watch anything about like killer whales going after sharks or anything else like that, if you look at it, it's always the liver that they suck out. For whatever reason, they automatically know that that's what you want. So in any kind of situation, if you have to like get out a creature or something, you can't fully have all the meat. The liver is the biggest thing you want to eat because it'll mm-hmm. give you so many vitamins and minerals back that are essential for you. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, that's why that's the whole thing behind that. They kept giving her the Kelpie liver is mm. because they knew. And then of course, like fantasy wise, it had more magical properties in the liver than anywhere else. Yeah. But you know, the, the story ends with some adventurers walking down the spiral staircase and we happen what? to see that face looks so familiar. Yeah. They're like we happen to see the dwarf, the dwarf is there, and they're like, "Who who would be cooking down here? Who's stupid enough to cook down here?" You know? Yeah. And well, then, and we you we see who she's walking with this time. Who? Because they're she's walking with uh, cobras. Co- oh cobras? yeah, Co- that guy. Whatever yeah, his name. Co- is. Cobra. Cobra. <laughs> um, they're walking with. Uh, she's walking with that group. Yeah. Because he's actually the first one, I think, to notice the food smell. He is, yeah. He's like, oh, I smell meat. Yeah. And then whatever her name is, is the first one. Actually, hold on. Her they didn't name... give her her name at all in the, in the show yet. No, but we should be able to know what it is. It uh... is... Namari. Namari? Yeah, that's what her name's going to pop up okay. to be. Um, Namari is um, is the one that actually says that. Like, why why would people be cooking down here? Like, that's stupid. They're going to have more creatures come after them from cooking. Yeah. And that's where so, the episode ends. Yes. So, I really have to question, though, like, do they know that? I don't know. Probably. You know, like, do they... Do, because I will say, as far as like what we've seen, if it is something from like the outside world that somebody brings in, uh-huh. all the creatures seem like they they go after those people. Well, I mean, they've but, always they they've they've already been cooking in the dungeon this whole time, right? Right. Um, but it seems like from them eating stuff in the dungeon, that maybe the smells of whatever the creatures and stuff are, like other creatures know. That it's like, that oh, and want to leave it away from something. them. They're going to eat us. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, it's kind of kind of crazy that that was what was said. You know, oh, they're, yeah. you're going to get attacked, you know. So, 
but I am happy to get to the point of hopefully we're finally going to have where these people meet again. You know, they, yeah. they meet in Amari again and we have this party who has basically been saved by Laos and Chilchuk and, and they think everybody they, they, else. Like, they cheated them out of stuff. Well, yeah, like two or three times too, yeah. you know. You know, which will be so, interesting to see what happens, you know, because they haven't really ran into any humans. Right. Since the first episode, I think it was. Right. You know, so it's be interesting to see how that would unfold and, you know, what's going to happen and whatnot. Um, I would like them to actually probably get to the point where Fallon gets saved in this first season, maybe. Hypothetically. Oh, yeah. I I think that's a tall order. I mean, just saying. I'm just throwing that out uh, there because I don't I'm, know how I'm many trying episodes. To think, I'm trying to think at where I'm at in the book, and I still don't think she's saved. I, I don't think, like, I don't know how many episodes are in this season, but I I hope she comes back and it doesn't get eaten. Uh, but I have to say, these two episodes so far yeah, are, like, my favorite two episodes of the of this season. Like I really, really enjoyed these episodes a lot. Right. They were a lot of fun. They had a bunch of fun comedic moments. I feel like they fleshed out some more characters, you know, and we got yes. a little bit more of Senshi and uh I almost said Mabel. It's not Mabel. Marcel. Marcel. It's Marcel. Mabel's from Gravity Fall. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah, no, I I did. These two episodes were really good, and they like animate the animation quality was so good as well, right? Like, yes, it was. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna score it right now. These two episodes, five out of five. I know I'm not. I know it's rare for me, but I'm giving that, five out of that five. That is rare for you. Five out of five. I liked them. I liked Usually them a lot. Like, it's a three. It's your four. It, it's a three out of five. Three, three point two five. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, so, I, I did. Funny. Um, I am also looking forward to our next episode. We did kind of get a little spoiler of them telling us that it is the next one is going to involve tentacles oh. and stew. Interesting. And then if you uh, look at the book, which technically we're almost done with book three. Volume three? Volume three, yeah. Oh, wow. Tentacles and Stew are the two second to last ones of that. And then our next one that we will cover on the podcast in two weeks uh, will be Tentacles and Stew and then Giant Frogs and either Above Ground or something because I would believe they are probably going to hold out on doing anything with the Red Dragon yet because uh-huh. that looks like chapter-wise for the book is going to be seven they parts. They don't bring in the bonus chapters, do they? Because there's bonus chapters in these books. No, they don't. Okay. No, those those are like little things of, oh, look, Sinji's cooking. You know, it's like a few uh, pages of like, you know, joke stuff. So. so Yeah, I mean, number nine comes out this week. So. Right. So number nine will be book three. And then, so hopefully 
hopefully we'll at least cover the dragon stuff before they pull the rug out from us and go, hey, you guys will have to wait a year for season two. I gotta be honest, I hope they don't uh, pull the, oh, now go read the manga ending. Oh my god. (laughs) I doubt that will happen because the last time I knew that happened was when I was a teenager. I mean, they still do it to this day. I haven't ever seen anybody else redo that. Whenever, since. whenever you get like a, a an anime that's like thirteen episodes, twelve or thirteen episodes, a yeah. lot of time you get the hey, now go read the manga because they never give you like a definitive ending. No, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, so don't, don't do that to us, please. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but this is this is a fun episode. I, I I really enjoyed this, uh, you know, and I can't wait to watch more delicious right. dungeons. Right. So maybe, like I brought up already, maybe we can uh, go back and cover some more bastard after. Uh, we'll see. After we maybe. get done, maybe. I have to go back and watch the first part because I don't remember what happened in the first part. We haven't talked about Bastard in what, like over a year or two years? I think so, when that first part came out. Yeah, yeah. Because now they have a, they finished up the second half of season one, which is like five more episodes because uh-huh. I think they ended at seven. And it goes up to like 13 episodes or 12 episodes or something. Yeah. And then there's a part two that's out that i think they only have part two they have season two part one done and i uh, saw so i don't know if there is a part two of that coming out or if the end of season two is the end of the thing that'll be interesting to see because bastard <coughs> bastard ends up going on a big long hiatus and i don't think it ever got finished yeah like so it'll be um, interesting to see what they do right but guys, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to going back to bastard. Yeah. But I would possibly like to watch something a little shorter. We'll see. We'll talk about it later. Hey, part two is pretty short. You know how how short is it? It's like five episodes. Oh, okay. We'll see. Yeah, because we'll it's the it's the rest of season one. Is it? Oh, yeah. Because we're. <laughs> Remember what happened at the end of the last one was he ripped his heart out. And we were like, what's going to happen with that? <laughs> we don't know. And they just, they're like, you'll have to stay tuned. We're going to oh, take wait. six yes, months. Yes, that's right. That does We're going to take six months to have that come out again, you know. And we'll then they to, never let us really know that it came back, you know. We'll have to re-release part one to see if anybody wants to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Let everybody know. Yeah. Like, oh, here comes part two. You know. Right. Uh, but, so, yeah. Stay tuned for more great content from Otakoology, because you know we're the best. And, as always, like we like to say, see you next Tuesday. Bye.